0: On tonight's episode of the MCOCME Me podcast, I want to talk about Seton's tier list and his most recent video about why he is hanging up the tier list. Now, this is kind of funny because a couple of weeks ago, I tweeted at Seton, hey man, when are we getting an updated tier list? Because for those of you who do or don't follow or don't even know what the tier list is, it's a spreadsheet for all the champions within the game and it ranks them from best to worst. Now, what's really cool is up in the top left corner, there's a little thumbnail. And currently it has the date of July 2nd, 2021. We're now in September, so this thing has not been updated in a few months, which prompted me to kind of tweet out to Seton saying, Hey man, um when are we getting an updated tier list? And then boom, a couple days later, his video drops of that he's no longer doing it. And I finally had the time to kind of really watch this with the proper focus. I saw the news drop this past weekend, but I was out west in Denver, Salt Lake City, and in Vegas doing some shows out there, and I got back today. So once I got home, I kind of just sort of decompressed, and I wanted to, you know, give this video some attention because I've always wanted to make an episode that was about Seton's tier list, but I never knew how to approach it because, and he always says it too whenever he introduces his videos about the tier list, which is, is that it's very controversial. It always kind of stirs the pot because there are so many champions, but every player is different. So like, I mean, there's generally like a few champions where like as a community, we all agree like, yeah, he or she is no brainer, the best, but once you kind of get into like the middle of the the pack, that's where I feel like a lot of the controversy starts to erupt, if you will. And his tier list is always kind of really good at showcasing, why certain champions either elevate or sort of go back down in terms of their status. Um, now, for those of you who don't know how to find tier tills you can just simply Google it. Uh, it'll take you to a link with a spreadsheet. And when you bring it up, it's really cool. You can save it. And uh, I, have actually, I actually have it as a bookmark on my laptop here because whenever I get a new champion, I always want to kind of reference this tier list. Or if I want to awaken somebody, I kind of reference this as well. Or if it's just, I haven't played with this champion in a while, maybe I kind of want to see what they're all about. And this list is really good. It's actually surprisingly detailed for how simple it is. Because, for example, if you look at it, um, and I'm actually looking at it right now, um, all the way to the left is the Beyond God tier, which is like the creme de la creme champions. And then all the way to the right is the meme tier or the trash tier. And then there's little icons that are next to each of the champions' names um, that either um, signify that they need to be either awakened or have a high signature level or uh, synergies make them better uh, or they need to you know, go through a certain amount of fights in order to really ramp up their stats. But then there's some other really cool ones too, like um, there's a skull one for suicide-friendly. There's the cheese for cheesy goodness, if you will. And then there's a, this person who looks like they're doing a, uh, a cartwheel which means high skill required. And then finally, there's a horse for if you have Apocalypse, you can make certain uh, X-Men or Mutant Champions a horseman or a horsewoman, and they will be really overpowered. And I have personally gone to this tier list a lot in my quote-unquote career as a MCOC player because when I started out playing, I just kind of played it, you know, sort of haphazardly, just was, you know, a nice little time killer. But once I started kind of getting good at it and I kind of got invested in the game and I was going through content, I was unlocking more champions, I kind of was having these question marks as to what I was getting myself into. And I stumbled upon Seton's tier list a couple of years ago, and that has been sort of a very good, I would say, reference point for me and a lot of other players to figure out which champions are worth the long-term investments for basically anything. Um, One of the things that I really do like about this tier list, like I said, it always does kind of stir up some controversy. Because everybody's rosters are different, everybody's play styles are different, and everybody's opinions are different. So, you know, for example, with all these buffs that we've had incoming, uh, Kingpin was not really a solid god tier champion. Now he is. But there are other people that would say maybe he is beyond god tier, or maybe he's god tier. There's other people who say you know, um, for example, like Ronan. Ronan could be, you know, maybe god tier, but he's listed as low demigod tier. Like, all these opinions are always flying around. It's really cool, but at the end of the day, it's your game, it's your roster, and I think looking at this list, it really will help out any player, if you're a novice to a, just a, a savvy, you know, expert, in terms of deciphering which champions are worth it for you. Now, Going to Seton's video, which I encourage a lot of people to watch, what I really enjoyed about it was his upfront attitude about why he stopped doing it. And I was taking some notes during it, and there's a couple things I kind of want to highlight because I have kind of said it uh, recently in one of my episodes about the state of the contest. And if you look at what's going on with the game right now, a lot of players are leaving because of boredom or because of buggy issues and other things like that. Seton here made a really good point at the top of this uh, video of his to basically say that he was taking a step back from the game because it was becoming a job for him. And that's very important because if you really look at this tier list, he had to have put a lot of hours in terms of play time and research for all of these champions, I mean, think about it. You would have to take them on so many fights and put them through so many different types of situations and just be taking notes to see how how they fare in certain situations. And I'm talking like different nodes, different content, um, trying to get their abilities maxed out or even just learn how their abilities even work. And it's amazing when you really kind of think about that because I didn't even think about that. Like I always watched his videos and just was always kind of like a a student of certain things, if you will, because I always, I always enjoy learning things. And whenever I had a new champion, I'd always, I'd always go like, okay, let's see what Seton's got to say, or Katie Candy, or someone like that, who I, l- I love going to their channels because they have very good educational uh, stuff for a lot of champions. Like, for example, Karate Mike, I just got done watching his video about one of my favorite champions, Angela, and he took her to a rank two. And it's like, that kind of stuff is, is great to me because th- these people are showcasing how these champions operate and how much fun they can be and, and really highlighting their abilities. So imagine doing that for, I, th- I mean, where, where are we at right now, champion? we got to be like, I think we're in like the 200s or something like that. I mean, there's a lot of champions in the game right now. So imagine going through and trying to get information on all of these champions and then compiling all of that data into a list. For all 209 champions that's a massive undertaking and mind you the guy was doing it on his own he wasn't even like paid by kabam he was just this this guy this gamer that w- had a love of the game and decided to you know help out a lot of players including myself which i think is awesome it's probably one of the best ways to sort of like give back to a really cool community of gamers and the other thing about his video is that I really kind of enjoyed hearing was um, how he was saying that he's, his focus right now is different businesses that he's got going on. And I could relate to that too because, like I've said before, last year I was out of work, you know, no touring, no gigs and all that kind of stuff. But now that I have that stuff back in the fold, my shift has gone to music and it's gone to touring. And my attention towards the game right now is just kind of like, eh, I like using it to, you know kill a few minutes, pass some time, and just maybe grind for a little bit of some rewards every now and then. And he was, you know, where he is right now in his life, he's focusing on business stuff, which is great. And the other thing he was saying too was that the outlet was no longer fun. It became, like I said earlier, a job. And that's very, very important because I feel like that's why a lot of players have just kind of hung it up because they've been kind of going at this real, break, this real fast breakneck pace at the game, but it's like you're kind of just really exhausting yourself, and it's not becoming fun. It should be a, a thing where, hey, you turn it on, it's like, oh, cool, I'm having a good time here. Like, I'm going to crack open a few crystals and see what happens. Maybe I'm going to, you know, blow through a couple lanes of some content that I haven't done and just try to get some rewards. Because that's it's a game. It should be fun. It should be fun. It should be fun. Instead of being redundant. Which maybe it has become a little bit right now. Hopefully that'll change. But, I must say, I think it's cool that Seton has gone public in saying that. And what's funny too is last May, if you all recall his one video about how he was just burnt out from the contest. His video now makes total sense because my buddy Elston and I were actually talking about this in a couple episodes ago. That we hadn't really seen much content from him because he was always putting out stuff and I was always getting my YouTube notifications like um, kind of pretty regularly about what he was putting on his channel. And I hadn't seen that in a while and now everything kind of makes sense. So, I mean, I, I, like I said, I got to tip my hat to, you know, what he has done over the last five years with this list. I mean, it's been a massive project. All the stuff he has done for MCOC and some other mobile games, which I don't play. I've just kind of just stuck with this one. Man, I got to say, that's a lot of that's a lot of hard work. That, that's a full-time gig right there. You know, that's a lot of, you know, probably staying up late, burning the uh, candle at both ends, if you will. But what I want to kind of take away from Seton's tier list and also his video and also just with the work he's done is this. And I hope if he if he's listening to this episode, which I probably doubt he doesn't listen to this podcast, but if he ever does, um, number one, thank you for all your hard work that you have done for the game to benefit players like myself and many others. Number two, this tier list will, I, I guarantee you somebody will maybe quote unquote inherit it and still keep this legacy going on. And I feel like that's really important because the game is... Always introducing new champions is ever-changing, it's growing, and there's always going to be a a little bit of a need for information. And there's tons of people who do infographs, they do podcasts like I do, they do YouTube channels, they do all sorts of different things. So there's always going to be that want and that need and that desire for information on, on champions, on quests, on how to do anything within the game. Which is why the tier list will always be a factor in everything, because if you have it, and like I said, it's really easy to, to get, just go google it. It will really help you become a better player because once you kind of see where your new champion falls within the list, what the criteria is for maybe maybe making them you know stronger, you can go to antmay.com or other you know uh, creative uh content channels uh and really see what this champion is all about like it's just kind of like a it's like a rabbit hole it just keeps making you deeper and deeper and that's the cool thing it it, it creates a curiosity it creates like a little bit of education because if you just want to go in there and run and gun great go for it but if you kind of want to learn a little bit about what makes the game tick and what makes certain champions tick This is really cool to kind of understand because it has, and like I said, learning stuff is always important. And I feel like everybody should, you know, try to learn something new every day. And especially with MCOC, you know, you never know when you can get yourself a new champion. And all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, like I just got a Mortal Hulk and I got to learn how a Mortal Hulk works. Or Cosmic Ghost Rider or even someone as simple as like, I don't know, like Thor, like OG Thor. And then, you know, we got some new champion buffs incoming, so it's always going to be kind of like a revolving sort of rotation of players. I think that's a little bit of a redundant statement. But um, learning how they operate now, you know? So I, I really do enjoy learning stuff, and I really got to, you know, commend Seton for just doing a very, very great service to the community over the last five years. It's... Man, I got to say, the, the the amount of work that you did for this list um, to help a lot of players out is really, really, really important. It's very cool. And, you know, best of luck wherever you go next. I hope that you have a lot of fun with whatever you're doing. And uh, I do, I will miss the controversy that is always kind of stirred up when these lists come out because I do like kind of seeing the comments section and people being like, No, this guy's better. This one's better. This is better. Just chirp, 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 chirp. chirp. And and see, it's just like, hey, man, like I'm a dude. I'm just just a guy who's making this thing. And that's how I feel with this podcast. I'm just a guy recording these shows in my closet who has a very fun side hobby, which is this game. And I, I do this along with some really other cool stuff as well. But we kind of share the similarity of just being average guys. We're average Joes, just trying to you know do some really cool things. And I encourage people out there to do similar things, whether it's MCOC-related or just life-related. Go find something that you'll really enjoy, have fun with it, and do some cool shit with it. And that's all I got to say about that. So, Seton, thank you for everything. Best of luck out there. For everybody else, I hope you have a great Sunday. Uh, I know that I am probably going to crash here in a little bit because I have been on a couple different time zones. Had a really early flight this morning. But you know what? I got two weeks of this tour left, and I'm going to make them count. It's going to be really great. We got some great shows to wrap out this uh, this fall, and then uh, we'll see what happens next. But everybody have a great Sunday. Have fun playing some MCOC. And I will talk to you all next time on the MCOC Podcast.